Welcome to another podcast on the Autodesk AEC channel. I'm your host, Ralph Bond. What you're about to hear is a phone interview recorded on September 4, 2015 with Dave Simeone on the latest enhancements for Autodesk AutoCAD Civil 3D 2016. Dave, I understand with the mid-year update of AutoCAD Civil 3D 2016, there's some really exciting enhancements, including enhanced interoperability between Autodesk and Bentley Solutions. Tell us about that and tell us who that's really aimed at. Sure. Thanks, Ralph. You know, just kind of set the stage. It's clear that, you know, we're living in a world uh, where there are different software applications out there. Autodesk and Bentley are, are very heavily used in the civil engineering infrastructure market. And this includes today people are actively authoring drawings and models in both applications. Uh, and then even beyond that, more importantly, there's just a very long history of legacy data that's available and that needs to be used as projects move forward. So what we're really looking at is how do we how do we enable people, our civil 3D users, to create deliverables that match what is going to be required by, say, a DOT or, or whoever who's going to mandate delivery of a DGN file. The other part of it, though, is how do we ensure that we can access that legacy data as, as best or as easily as possible so that it can be used in Civil 3D for ongoing design work. So the first part of it really gets to the DGN visual fidelity most of this was actually implemented in our Civil 3D 2016 Service Pack 1. And it breaks into a couple of areas. I'd say at a high level, what we were really trying to look for is as much as possible, we wanted somebody to create a, a drawing in Civil 3D, uh, and then when it's exported to DGN, we want it to look like it was initially authored in DGN. Right, so it's not just a, not a simple thing of it's been converted and yeah, it's acceptable. I mean, we're looking for some, for really to be where somebody wouldn't be able to tell that it wasn't authored in MicroStation. Some of the things that includes are, you know, at its base level, it's how we support line types within Civil 3D. So MicroStation can support some very complicated line types, and we've done a lot of work with the core AutoCAD engine to improve how we display those line types in our graphics. So some of these more complicated line types will now look exactly the same in Civil 3D as they would have looked in MicroStation. And it's, it's really a matter of I can take that MicroStation drawing and I can use those exact same line types now in Civil 3D without any impact on visual fidelity. So that, that's one of the kind of the core things that we made a change on. On the line type front, there's a couple of other things. One of them is we now support this, this concept of a fixed length line type. So basically the, the, the easiest example in my mind is I've got a line striping along a road where I've got a fixed length for the, the strike and then the gap, and then the strike and then the gap. So based upon my, my scale inside of Civil 3D, when I use that line type, it's now going to match the line type scale or uh, fixed length scale that's set within that line type. And that's a big change. It, it allows you to do some things that would, would otherwise be difficult. And the last part related to line types was this whole idea of support on 3D polylines. In AutoCAD and Civil 3D today, or prior to this, line types were only supported on 2D geometry, so 2D, 3D, uh, 2D polylines, for instance. We've now had this ability to have those line types display on their 3D on 3D polylines as well. So when we convert, say, a, a Civil 3D feature line or one of our design objects into a into a 3D polyline, 
the line type is going to be retained. And therefore, when I export that out to DGN, I'm going to get that 3D result, uh, 3D resulting 3D string with the correct line type on it. So it makes a big difference just in the visual fidelity and the fact that you have the right object types being extracted. The last part related to the DGN side is we've, we continue to make improvements to our export Civil 3D drawing utility. This is all about taking a, a Civil 3D model and converting it into either a DWG or a DGN file. And there's a lot of different approaches, a lot of different capabilities within there that allow you to control the results. But we work closely with our DD, uh, DOT partners and people who use you know a lot of MicroStation, and we've really been able to to get our results to where we've got very, very strong, ultimately, DGNs being created. So that's the first part of that interop. Okay, that's all part of Service Pack 1. The other big thing that we've been working on, and this we released actually last fall as part of an extension on, on 2015, was this approach of actually converting the model information. And it's bi-directional. So model, when I say model information, this is something like a, an alignment or a surface Kogo data, things like that. So what we can now do is we can read that data using a cloud service. From within Civil 3D, I can either upload a Civil 3D drawing and say I would like to convert the objects in this to native GeoPack or inroads data files, or I can go the reverse direction, which is I can read Bentley inroads or GeoPack alignment or surface file and bring those into Civil 3D. So what it allows you to do is without having to have one of the Bentley products, it allows me to access that data and then directly use it for my subsequent civil 3D design practices. As I said, this is something we originally released last year, but we now have the 16 version of it, and we continue to make improvements to it. That's really been a big deal as far as uh, allowing people to, to, again, access that legacy data and then work in a more collaborative manner with people who are using one of the Bentley products. Those are the two big areas, DGN interoperability and direct data access. Dave, that's all really great information. I do want to ask you, though, are there any other features with Release 2 or the mid-year update for AutoCAD Civil 3D 2016 you want to highlight? Sure. Thanks, Ralph. Productivity Pack 1, as I said, includes the, the data translator, but there are a number of other tools uh, that we've included that will really meet I think the needs of a very broad cross-section of, of our user base. So we've got improved coordinate geometry input and interaction, ability to convert pipe networks into solids. We've also got what was one of our former individual extensions we've rolled into this, which is related to creation of rail turnouts and crossings. And we've made a number of improvements to that tool that will really allow you to, to continue to more, more efficiently design rail geometry. So it's really a collection of tools. The kind of the thought behind this is to take miscellaneous tools that are going to benefit either a broad or a specific group of customers and package them up in a way that's as easy as possible to consume and then get them out into people's hands as opposed to people having to wait for the next big release or the next big R. So, yeah, these are available. They work on multiple languages, and they're available for anyone running 2016 who's got subscription. Dave, thanks so much for your time, and I'm very excited about this update, and I hope our listeners are too. For everything about Autodesk AutoCAD Civil 3D, visit www.autodesk.com 
and under the product section, click Civil Engineering. Stay tuned for more podcasts here on the Autodesk AEC channel.